1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Star Wars Action News. I'm Marjorie. I'm
2: Arnie and we've got a lot to talk about this week. We have new Hasbro toys in stores. I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but it's true. Both six inch and three and three quarter inch. We've got segment from Jonathan. We've got some new stuff from Sideshow and Gentle Giant. But I think we'll pick up this episode where our last one left off and that was New York Comic Con.
1: Yep, we're back and... I don't want to say recovered, necessarily. I don't think it was particularly... It's not San Diego Comic-Con.
2: No, but there is some serious, serious con crud at New York Comic-Con. Two years in a row, I've gotten monstrously ill at New York Comic-Con. Of course, this year I went going, I'm not going to shake hands. First of all, con crud. Second of all, Ebola. So I'm like, absolutely not... My first day there, I hugged three people, so it just did not go well.
1: Well, you didn't say you weren't going to hug them. You just <laughs> said you weren't going to shake their hands.
2: <laughs> so we're both back and a little bit under the weather. It's not just us, though. A lot of people I talked to on Twitter and Facebook who went to New York Comic Con all came back with a case of the sniffles or maybe Captain Trips. I'm not quite sure.
1: Yeah, you were nice enough to share it with me. So I also got it, but I'm about four days behind you. I guess it's a souvenir. It's a gift that keeps on giving.
2: It was one of the best collectibles from New York Comic Con because, man, again, I said it on the show last week, next year is going to be a totally different landscape when it comes to Star Wars and New York Comic Con. This year, it was almost San Diego redo. You know, it was like there's Hallmark and they're showing the same stuff they showed at San Diego and have the same exclusives.
1: Well, yeah, then they normally do that.
2: Yes, And there's Kotobukiya, and they've got the stuff they showed at San Diego. There was more models out, but it was basically the same thing. No massive reveals.
1: This isn't a reveal convention for toys.
2: It is for certain other licenses, Marvelicious Toys. I mean, Diamond had new stuff. Kodo showed off a painted She-Hulk. I mean, there was other stuff there. But for Star Wars, everything happened at the Hasbro party we covered. And the biggest disappointment was... We walk the whole floor. That's kind of what we do at conventions. We want to make sure we see all the scalper booths, bargain booths, and... And Geico. And Geico, yes. Make sure we save money on our car insurance.
1: AT&T was there. Sprint was there. There is a huge commercial section of this convention.
2: Spent about a half an hour looking at t-shirt printers. Yes. But we found the Kurt S. Adler booth.
1: Yeah, that was stuck over in what they refer to as the block, which is... Kind of like a lot of the bootleg stuff, like the weird things that you see, like Toy Tokyo, a lot of things like that.
2: Yeah, there were a lot of unlicensed figures over there, Stormtrooper with a boombox, that kind of thing that was not Lucasfilm approved.
1: Psychedelic, which I like the trading cards and some of the figures, but I just won't spend that kind of money on them. Yeah. They're over there. I don't know why the Kurt Adler booth was stuck over there amongst, like, loot crate and bootleg booths, but they were.
2: And... I talked on the show about those Christmas Jawas that have been such a bane to find. Every year that Boba Fett with the and carbonite gets re-released, which is good because it seems like every year I break his antenna, his little scope viewfinder. And the Jawas, I never saw them at retail, and they're very scarce even on eBay or Amazon. So with a Kurt Adler representative there, I'm like, let's talk about this. I... Don't know if she was just a hired booth babe or- In a suit? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Usually booth babes are scantily clad.
2: Admittedly, but she didn't seem to know the Kurt S. Adler product.
1: No, 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 she didn't.
2: Maybe she should have had the tag that said new team member, like at Target. Yeah. But-
1: (laughs) I think she knew she was at the Kurt Adler booth, but I don't think she knew anything about what was in there except maybe she was standing there.
2: Yeah, she basically said check stores yeah, like I haven't done that.
1: Oh my God, you mean you can buy them at stores? Then she told you to check online. Okay, I never would have thought of that. Thank God I had her to help
2: me. But next year, that's going to be a convention just two months before episode seven. So I have a feeling that that's going to be a very, very different convention, especially run by Reed Pop, who's doing the next celebration which is not called Celebration 7. It's just Celebration Anaheim because it's like movie series. Once you get up to part 7 or part 12 and things, it starts becoming a little silly. That's when you start getting...
1: Celebration in space. Yes. Celebration in Manhattan.
2: Celebration in the hood, if you're listening to now playing's Bonus leprechaun retrospective. And then when they go back, Celebration back to the hood. So a lot of options there for Celebration in the future. Celebration and the Temple of Doom.
1: Celebration versus Star Trek convention. I don't know how this is all going to pan out.
2: The Great Celebration Caper.
1: Oh, that would be fun.
2: So, <laughs> I think Reed Pop's kind of taking on a lot, given that they're doing Celebration Anaheim, and seven days later, actually five days later, C2E2. Yeah,
1: that had made us rethink C2E2, because typically we go up Thursday night and stay Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then go home... But we're just going to be getting home like Monday and then to turn around and go back again to Chicago, which again, that's like nothing. It's, we're practically a suburb. You could walk there. But.
2: It's a lot of time off work.
1: It, it is a lot of time off work and I might be conventioned out. I don't know.
2: We're definitely going to C2E2. It's not a question of if, it's a question of for how many days. Yeah. yeah. Probably not Thursday.
1: No, no. Marjorie likes sleep as she gets older.
2: But. I'm looking forward to all the read-pop conventions next year. I'm especially looking forward to celebration. That's starting to get a little bit exciting. But instead of looking at the future, let's look at the now and what's going on in stores. I have been hitting a lot of Walgreens.
1: Well, yes, we've been looking for the white chocolate Boba Fett. and theres He's
2: not actually made of chocolate, you know.
1: I like white chocolate better than dark chocolate, though.
2: He's just the... Prototype armor Boba Fett. Yes, but he looks
1: like white chocolate. But we've been looking for the Yoda pumpkin, which is apparently like the great pumpkin Charlie Brown because never seen it. We have like 80,000 Walgreens in our town, and every town you go to has three times as many as we do. And I have been to every single freaking Walgreens like I can recite their greeting now when you leave.
2: Be well? I mean, I think that's pretty...
1: yeah. But, they say it to you so vehemently when you walk out.
2: I was actually offended. One told me to have a nice day. (gasps)
1: No! No!
2: I should report her. You should. She doesn't want me well.
1: No, no, because if you're well, then you can't go to
2: Walgreens. (laughs) Well, this Yoda pumpkin, they had the Darth Vader pumpkin. And it's a black pumpkin with an orange Darth Vader in it. And there's a Yoda that I saw pictures of online. Yoda's News posted about it. I checked eBay and only found one listed, and it was $50, which is a little excessive. And by that, I mean even I wouldn't pay that price. Right now, looking on eBay, as we record, there are zero Yoda pumpkins.
1: I should go back and buy more?
2: Possibly, because there are none right now. We'd be able to help out another collector who needs one, because I wasn't able to find this, and I've seen... Dozens upon dozens upon dozens of Vader pumpkins. Now, I don't understand exactly how this works. I'm not going to pretend I do. But it appears that I've been hitting stores that actually don't have the pumpkin. They only have the Vader pumpkin at Walgreens. And we've been told that Kmart had the Yoda pumpkin. I can't even find a Halloween section at Kmart. They got Christmas stuff.
1: Well they have a very small Halloween section of just costumes. And it's stuck up behind the register. So you have to like go past the register, buy your costume, then go back to the register again and then check out. Like it's on the going outside of the store.
2: Yeah, I checked a couple, including a going out of business Kmart down in Ferguson.
1: We did go to Ferguson, Missouri. We're not protesting.
2: So finally, Marjorie found on Twitter, CVS was the place to go.
1: Yeah, I just saw a random photo that someone had posted, hey, so-and-so may like these, they're at CVS. And like, lo and behold, I said, let's go to CVS. And we found out the first one.
2: CVS is, despite all of their attempts, they're not as heavily traveled as Walgreens, at least not in our area.
1: They don't have near as many either.
2: But there was one Yoda pumpkin. Fortunately, that's all I needed
1: and it was 33 percent off
2: yeah the benefit of delaying is that we got it close to halloween and got it at the halloween pre-clearance discount but while doing this show i searched ebay for that yoda pumpkin to see what the going rate was strangely when ebay didn't have any it sent me to kmart it had a sponsored link at the bottom and it showed the yoda pumpkin at kmart and kmart.com had this yoda pumpkin I could have scored it and saved myself some trouble. MSRP of 19.99, because we're close to Halloween, it's marked off $3, so we got it cheaper at CVS. We got it for 10 Kmart.com has them right now for $16.99 with free shipping or free store pickup.
1: That's way better than going to Kmart. I don't suggest their store pickup.
2: No, that didn't work well for us last year around the holidays. But while at Kmart.com, I also found those greeters that we talked about, holding the pumpkins, the eBay seller, I wish I could leave negative feedback for this. They oversold, and so they canceled my transaction. And because they canceled it, I got my money back, but I was unable to leave feedback that they sold an item they didn't have, and so I was left without the greeters. Kmart.com at least had the Vader and the Yoda, so now I'm just on the hunt for the Chewbacca greeter. So I'll have this all, I guess, for next Halloween. But while we're talking about Christmas, I mean, Kmart had a bunch of Christmas items that were unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened to Kmart this year, what deal they made with the devil, but they had some kind of really neat stuff for the holidays.
2: They had a Sithmas tree skirt. They, I think, listened to our show and ripped us off. We've been doing Merry Sithmas for years. I don't know if we were the first to do Sithmas, but we've been doing it for coming up on a decade now. Now there's actually... Merry Sithmas Christmas tree skirts and door signs.
1: Yeah, if you want to have one of those wooden door signs on your door, you can get the Merry Sithmas door thing with Darth Vader.
2: I think I do want a wooden Merry Sithmas door sign on my door.
1: Well, that's nice. They also had some unusual Christmas stockings. They had, you know, the standard Chewbacca one everyone does with the bandolier. Then they also had, which might be perhaps their best one, a nice maroon-colored stocking, kind of purpley, with Luke, Han, Leia, and Chewbacca caroling. Now, the Leia is clearly from the holiday special.
2: That's what I've read. I'm guessing that's the case, but given how they were able to make art for those last celebration badges of Princess Leia with a party hat and a big smile on her face and things. I can't tell the difference on these printed items, what's photographic, and what's just artist rendition. I mean, when it's done well, it's done that well. But, yeah, it very well could be Holiday Special Leia.
1: It's cheesy enough that I had to buy it. Now, over at Meyer, and I've heard reports of maybe Hobby Lobby, I found some 3D pictures that were Star Wars. Now, by 3D, I don't mean you have to wear glasses. I mean... They're like shadow boxes and layered to give like a popping effect. Does that make sense, Arnie?
2: Yeah, it's...
1: Looks like a paper craft.
2: They're really kind of cool because they're based off of the original Star Wars movie posters. And so I thought they looked pretty good, but at $30, I didn't think they looked $30 good.
1: No, and Meyer's not too great with the sales unless he can get their M perks which is like their app to get discounts. But Hobby Lobby regularly has things at 40% off. That's their business model. So if you go one week and it's full price, go the next week, it'll be 40% off.
2: Yeah, I bought a lot of Star Wars Christmas stuff there half off last year. So these are nice. Again, with episode seven looming, I'm becoming a little more selective. (laughs) Oh,
1: that's adorable. At
2: 10, I would buy these. At 15, I'd hem and haw over these. At 30... I told you to leave them on the shelf. They'll go on sale. Where I've been spending my time and my money is over at Toys R Us. Despite them not having a sale, they had really stocked up on some items.
1: Well, we're getting close to the holidays. Christmas stock should be arriving, and a lot of stores don't have a lot of places to put it. Except on the shelf, and then you wait for the Black Friday crowds.
2: Well, I couldn't believe it, but I found Hasbro 3 and three-quarter inch Black Series Wave 5 On shelves now I actually got a little bit confused and I passed on a figure I shouldn't have because I'm used to ordering these by the case and I had forgotten wave 5 is an ugly ugly case it has a bunch of figures that are repacked and then a few new figures so you'd get two more Yoda's that we've reviewed from the previous wave two more of the Luke's from the previous wave Another Torn far, another Snow Trooper Commander, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. But then, the new figures, we have another Darth Vader, Wedge Antilles getting a release in the Snow Speeder outfit, Riyiz, and Sergeant Dualen, the Skiff Guard. Well, I saw Riyiz, Wedge Invader, left them, went back when I realized I hadn't pre-ordered those. The Riyiz was gone, but I was able to get Wedge Invader, and, and this is astonishing to me i can't recall the last time i found a new wave of figures in stores was it
1: exhilarating
2: it really kind of was and what was funny is i had the reese i love reese the character it's one of my favorite power of the force 2 figures i was really just ready to walk out with the reese and i'm like nah i don't need to hoard the reese and then realized i should have well bought him <laughs> but i'm a little bit concerned and I'm going to be searching hard, I wonder if this is going to be a little bit of last wave syndrome. Not only is it an ugly case ratio, but wave 6, which is up for pre-order online, I did order a case of that, because it is a nice assortment of two figures each, but it's coming on the new Black Series card with the basically Shadow Stormtrooper helmet background, and those are estimated to start shipping in October, so here this month, or maybe early November, so I wonder if if they're changing the skew with the card back, that these are going to be really hard to find and get that last wave syndrome in. Or if this is a good sign and they're going to be spotted because talking to some friends and staff members, these same figures have also been showing up at Target's.
1: And I went to Target today and it was 75% Star Wars Command figures.
2: Yeah, I went to two Targets today and found the same thing. But also at Toys R Us and Target both, found the 6-inch Biker Scout on Speeder Bike. I got one of these from HasbroToyShop.com, felt I needed another one, that's how I feel about this. This is a really cool piece of plastic coming from Hasbro in the Black Series. It's not perfect, but it's pretty darn cool.
1: It is the coolest Speeder Bike.
2: Let's start with the bike. I'm going to start by saying I think this is the perfectly sized bike. The three and three quarter inch speeder bikes have always felt too flimsy to me. The little break apart features always meant they were in pieces for me. But you look at the 12 inch speeder bike. I haven't seen the Sideshow one, but I remember the Hasbro one that was in stores and I picked them up, I think on clearance at Target. I think I got the 12 inch speeder bike for around 15 or $20 on clearance, but those things were huge. And while I desperately lust after the Sideshow Premium Format quarter-scale speeder bike, that thing is just a shelf killer. This is, in my mind, the perfect scale of speeder bike. It's just slightly larger than that gentle giant statue I have, that where it looks like the speeder bike's hovering. This is good because you could fit multiple of these on your shelf or your diorama. You could recreate a couple of scenes from the movies, because who are we kidding? We know Endor Luke on a speeder bike, and... Leia on a speeder bike are coming very soon.
1: Yeah, now that they've broken the seal with the speeder bike, it's very easy just to package another figure with it.
2: Yeah, so we know that's coming. You'd be able to set these up and actually have room on your normal-sized shelf for it. The bike itself, I love the detail they gave it with some of the silver paint over the brown. The brown appears to have a bit of a wash. The little knapsack tied to the back has a good wash to it, looking a little weathered. Even the underbelly has some weathering to it that makes it look like it's seen a little action. Right next to the Hasbro SA copyright ampersand TM, Lucasfilm Limited made in China embossing. The handles move just a little bit. They're kind of rubbery, so it's a little tricky when you're getting the Biker Scout's hand around it. They kind of bend.
1: I think that they're more just flexible so that you can do that versus they're movable.
2: Yeah. Really, the only articulation is you've got the gun underneath, which can swivel.
1: And break off pretty easily is my guess. It looks like it
2: could, yeah. Actually, no. It would be pretty hard because it's also rubbery. It's more likely to bend than to break.
1: Ah, well, that's okay then.
2: And then you've got the back flaps for the exhaust that move. And again, I remember the three and three quarter inch ones. They were often tied to the pedals. So you'd push the pedals back and these would open up. I like that it's different now it's a little bit able to be controlled independently the foot pedals are an independent piece that have come off at least four or five times for me already it just snaps out I think that's intentional so that you can put that out and make it easy to get the speeder bike pilots feet in there and then snap it up into the bike my biggest complaint about the speeder bike is also its most innovative feature
1: I know and this is the part I really thought that they would get right or maybe it would be phenomenal but the stand that comes with it great idea it's a ball jointed stand so it's not gonna like topple over
2: it's really heavy at the bottom so you can actually pose the speeder bike at a severe angle and it will still stand on a level table
1: okay but here's the problem it's a milky plastic instead of a translucent plastic
2: it really draws away from the aesthetic to make it just look like it's on this milky base instead of something clear. Yeah. Not that clear is invisible, but milky really draws attention. But
1: what you could do, if you were the crafty type, you could probably fashion some moss on it to make it look grassy and leafy and foresty, like the train stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And you could make it part of your diorama.
2: Or you could pick up another biker scout, have him standing in front. You could do a few things like that. He
1: walks in front of it, whatever. Logs.
2: We don't have Ewoks yet in the 6-inch scale, but give it some time. The other problem is this milky plastic is so rubbery, and the ball joint, because it's got to fit in there firmly, right? If you had a loose ball joint, this thing would fall right off. When trying to put the stand in, I actually bent the plastic.
1: Yeah, I was kind of disappointed to see that, because now it has like a crease and a worn spot.
2: Yeah, and it lost some structural integrity. I'd suggest when putting the stand in, you really got to put your thumb right on the ball and shove it up because otherwise the top part of this base is just going to bend like it did on mine. Now, the scout himself, because of the articulation, because of the way the pedals are, you can actually get him in a number of poses on the bike. I do have a little trouble actually getting him to sit on the bike. With a little bit of pushing, I can get his butt in the chair, but normally it's kind of like... I remember being in high school and riding my bicycle and I'd always do it standing up. And yeah. Yeah That's kind of what it looks like he's doing.
1: Okay, but I'm kind of think it's the best like small Speeder bike we've gotten in quite a while.
2: Yes, I agree completely the biker scout figure. I really like what they did with them They went through some detail the face has all of the lines on it the lines are clearly painted there could have been some bleeding, but they got the symbols on the side, the lines in the back of the helmet. It's all clear paint.
1: I think where they mostly failed on this figure was the weathering because on his chest, it looks like he just like had spilled and then wiped it off and it fell in the creases.
2: It does kind of look like his pumpkin spice latte ran down and these were the areas the napkin didn't get.
1: And then on the boots, what they did was, it's like they had it taped off and were spraying the weathering on. And then remove the tape and then you have like really nice edged weathering. And I feel they could have maybe just kind of let that happen to make it better. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it should have faded more gradually instead of ending mid-shin.
1: Yeah, he was very careful about where he stepped. Or could only reach down part of his shin to wipe it off.
2: And on this one here, the weathering on the knee pad just kind of looks almost like a polka dot pattern to the point where if his whole armor was that way, he'd just be one of those randomly painted clones from episode three of the clone wars he'd be like camo clone at that point
1: camo clone
2: but i do like the way they hid the joints all the joints are in the black plastic pieces so the joints do not stand out he is very well articulated he does not look boat-legged you can make him stand like any other figure and just have a biker scout figure yet he fits on the bike real well the hips open so that he can straddle the bike as a figure should you know, this is what you get with these super articulated six-inch figures. You don't can't do that with the three and three-quarter inch figures. You'd have the biker scouts that look bow-legged or the biker scouts that couldn't sit on a bike.
1: No, they just look like they're vaulting in like a pole vault or something.
2: My only disappointment with his articulation is a result of his shoulder armor. He can't move his arm up more than like 45 degrees. And so you couldn't get him like shooting next to him With his arm out at 90 degrees, you know, it'd have to be always bent at the elbow or something to shoot next to him. Admittedly, in the movie, he shot across himself, but if he was shooting somebody on the other side, he'd have a little trouble with that.
1: And it's a common armor problem you have.
2: Yeah, but beyond that, I think he's well articulated. I do like a lot of what they did with the paint. I mean, they painted his pouches gray. They painted a red stripe on the back of his backpack that I didn't even realize was there until seeing this figure. The details are nice. The weathering, no pun intended, is a little spotty. But I'm going to give the ultimate props to something I didn't even realize they did. I've never seen this before in an action figure. There are two holes on each feet. Two peg holes. And I didn't realize that. And I'm trying to put him back on the bike after doing some posing and things. And I'm like, this doesn't work right at all. Why should I put his heel in the front of the pedal? And after about a minute of futzing with it, I realized there was a second hole at the toe area that was meant for this pedal, but yet he still has a hole in the heel for your regular figure stand. I think that's an ingenious thing for them to do.
1: It's pretty considerate, too. Let's just be honest.
2: I really think all figures need to come with two holes in their feet now. No reason not to, unless you're given toe articulation.
1: Has there ever been one with toe articulation?
2: Not from Hasbro, but Toy yeah. Biz used to. Yeah. But no, I'm really happy with this biker, Scout. I wish some of the plastic was a little bit harder, but I guess it means harder to break with the rubbery handles and the rubbery gun
1: well and it's a little bit more malleable so that you can pose it like that so once you get into position it's going to stay whereas if it was rigid it'd snap
2: that's very true but no i'm real happy with this in that larger assortment looking forward to the other stuff they have coming out with the tauntaun and wampa it's going to be a really fun new area to collect I never did get the retail Jabba. I got the San Diego Comic-Con Jabba. But one of our listeners wrote in and said he's having a lot of trouble finding a Jabba because they used a box that is so small around the Jabba that all the ones he's seen, the hands are rubbing against the plastic and the paint's coming off, like we complained about with those Disney figures.
1: Interesting. I saw one at Target today, but I did not stop and look at it.
2: I looked at one and I didn't see any sign of wear. But that hand was really close to the plastic. So if you're buying a Jabba at retail, keep an eye out for that window box and make sure that your Jabba hasn't had any paint rubbed off. The speeder bike is so much smaller than a Jabba. It's not even the same form factor of a box. So that has not been a problem with anything I've seen with it hitting in any location. But that's what we have found in stores. Here to tell us what he's found, including talk more of the Wave 5 of the Black Series figures, is Jonathan with On the Pegs.
3: Hello, I'm Jonathan, and welcome to On The Pegs, where we discuss what's being found in stores and online. If you've been to your local brick-and-mortar stores lately, you've probably noticed a steady trickle of new items finding their way to The Pegs. Sneaking in among all the Titan Series figures, Star Wars command sets, and role-playing items that have been gathering dust over the past few months. The latest wave of Black Series 3 and 3 4 inch figures appears to be available in greater numbers than previous waves. I've personally found them at my local Target and Toys R Us stores. This is the wave with Darth Vader from Revenge of the Sith, Wedge in his Snowspeeder Pilot Gear, Ri Yee's, and Jabba's Skiff Guard. But more about them a little later. I've also seen the three newest additions to the 3 and 3 inch Rebels Toy Line at both Target and Toys R Us, in the form of the new ships the Phantom Attack Shuttle, the Inquisitor's Tie Advanced, and the All Terrain Defense Pod Walker. While the Disney logo still kind of throws me, it is good to see these new ships making their way out there. Now if we could just get some new Rebels figures to go with them. The new show has been on for several weeks and it's surprising to me that we aren't seeing more of a merchandise push to accompany it. When you think back to 2008 and the release of the Clone Wars movie and subsequent series, the figures were out weeks before to build up the hype and excitement. Now Hasbro says that the new Saga Legends and Mission series figures are on their way. And they have been found in other countries, so they should probably make their way to our shores without too much more of a delay. And if you're interested in learning more about the Rebels animated series, join me, Barrent, and fellow Republic Forces alum, Jen and Nathan, as well as some new faces at the Star Wars Report's Rebels Roundtable, where we discuss each new episode. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, or the Star Wars Report website. Now back to the store reports. At my local Target, I've seen a new Titan Series Rebels gift pack, which includes Darth Vader, a Phase 1 Clone Trooper Captain, a Shadow Storm Trooper, Kanan Jarrus, Ezra Bridger, and the Inquisitor. Now, this is an odd choice for figures, because even though it's marketed as a Rebel set, only half of the figures are from the series. This is currently selling for just under $50, but my guess is that will drop as the holiday season gets near. I hope if you were looking for that 6-inch Stormtrooper that you took my advice and didn't pick one up for the exorbitant prices that it was going for on the secondary market. Now they seem to be showing up with greater and greater frequency. I've seen them at Walmart, Target, and Toys R Us in the past week, and in one case I actually spied a suspected local eBay scalper returning several of them, probably because no one was willing to pay the $40 to $60 he was asking. Also at Target, I've been hearing that the new exclusive Shadow Squadron 6-inch set has been found. It was available online, but it was literally a blink and you miss it, so I've been stalking my local Targets after hearing that people have found them. No luck yet, but I'm sure it's only a matter of time. While we are discussing the 6-inch line, some of our listeners have let me know that their online orders for the Walgreens exclusive 6-inch prototype Boba Fett have started shipping. So if you got your order in before they sold out, start watching your mailboxes. We can only hope that they pack them better than at Hasbro Toy Shop. At Walmart, I've been hearing reports of the new Star Wars Hot Wheels being found. From what I've seen, I think I prefer the old Disney Star Wars cars that they've been selling in the parks for a while. But if you're interested in these, Walmart seems to be where they are being found. You'll just have to fight the Hot Wheels collectors for them. Now on to online news. Sideshow Collectibles has posted a preview page of their upcoming one 6 scale Luke Skywalker, Red 5 X-Wing pilot. And after taking a look at this one, I can further understand the appeal of this line. I don't collect these myself, but based on the picture, it seems as if Sideshow might be upping their game a bit. You one 6 scale collectors will have to let me know. Either way, I'm looking forward to seeing this one in person. Also up for pre-order is the next figure in Gentle Giant's 12-inch Vintage Figure line everyone's favorite calamari, Admiral Akbar. He's listed at $80 and is supposed to be available the third quarter of 2015. No word yet if he comes with marinara sauce. At HasbroToyShop.com, they have three new Ultimate FX lightsabers, or perhaps I should say old lightsabers in updated Rebels packaging. The nice thing here is that one of them is the previously hard-to-find Obi-Wan saber. So if you collect these, or you have children, check them out. But be warned, Kids do like to go full force with these, just ask Arnie about when he came to visit and my boys challenged him to a duel. Another thing that I found a pre-order listing for at Entertainment Earth surprised me because I didn't know that this was something coming out. Star Wars Rebels Hero Series Mission Figures. Now these are done in the 12 inch or Titan scale and appear to be figures of Kanan and the Inquisitor but with various accessories like helmets, backpacks, and firing rockets. An interesting choice because, from what I've seen, the 12-inch line doesn't seem to be moving that well. Either way, it's two figures for $30 and is supposed to be available in October or November. Also available for pre-order is Wave 6 of the 6-inch Black Series line. This wave is comprised of the TIE Fighter pilot, Yoda, a Phase 1 clone trooper sergeant, and a repack of the Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan in the new blue packaging. If you want to be sure you get this wave in mint condition visit Star Wars Action News sponsor, Brian's Toys. There you can order the whole case or individual figures. Use the link on our homepage, and when checking out, be sure to let them know you heard about them on Star Wars Action News. As I alluded to earlier, I picked up the latest 3 and 3 3⁄4-inch figures from the Black Series over the past couple of weeks, and I wanted to take this opportunity to give my impressions on them. First up is Darth Vader. This is the second Vader we've gotten in the 3 and 3 3⁄4-inch Black Series line. The first one being based on his appearance in The Empire Strikes Back. This one, however, is based on how he looked at the end of Revenge of the Sith. To me, this seems like a step up from previous Vader's we've gotten recently. He seems a bit bigger when compared to the earlier one, and he's been crammed full of articulation and soft goods. He has an outer cape and an inner cape, and they finally did something about that silly looking chain around his neck. Overall a nice figure and, in my opinion, worth picking up. The next figure is Jabba's Skiffguard. He's an all-new figure and is based on one of the crew that tried to dispose of Luke and company in Return of the Jedi. I guess originally he was supposed to be named Brock Starshur, but instead he is simply billed as a generic skiff guard. His details are good and he comes with both a staff and a blaster. The only complaint about him that I have is the fact that he doesn't have a holster for the blaster. I know it's nitpicking, but I've almost come to expect it from Hasbro. Other than that, it's nice to have another figure that we haven't gotten before and I'm pleased to add him to my collection. Reese is a figure that was desperately in need of an upgrade. The last time he got a representation in plastic was way back in the Power of the Force 2 line as part of the Freeze Frame subset. Unfortunately, when looking at him, it seems as though something is off. He just doesn't look to me like he did in Return of the Jedi. Something about his expression or maybe that he seems a bit smaller than I expected. Either way, I actually think I prefer the Power of the Force 2 figure. The last figure in the wave is probably my favorite. Wedge in his Snowspeeder pilot gear. This is actually a retooling of the Luke Skywalker pilot figure from the 2009 Legacy Collection, but the head sculpt looks new and the paint apps on this figure, or at least my sample, are a lot better than what we've been getting on these lately. He comes with a removable helmet, blaster pistol, and blaster rifle. As with the figure he's based on, he fits well in the 2010 Snowspeeder, so all Hasbro needs to do now is hook us up with a Jansen figure so that Wedge can have his gunner. Come on, Hasbro. Well, that's all for me this time. Until next we meet, keep searching those pegs.
2: Thank you, Jonathan. Moving to online news and sales. As we mentioned, we've been hitting a lot of Walgreens. I've been looking for the Boba Fett in prototype armor. I mean, at San Diego Comic-Con, they put out the QR codes for this Boba Fett, as well as for the Agent Venom figure for Marvel Legends. The Agent Venom's been showing up for a long time. I found some of the other new Black Series 6-inch figures that usually have been appearing for people who find the prototype armor Boba Fett, but no sign of it. So I was remarkably happy to get my ship notice from Walgreens. The figure arrived in the mail before I found him in stores. I don't feel so bad for ordering online now.
1: I've still never seen him in a store.
2: No, I haven't either, but... He's not supposed to be put out until November. I think, as I said earlier, they had the Game of Thrones figures. Those had their period. Then they were replaced by Agent Venom. I have a feeling we're going to see Agent Venom possibly be clearanced out the way they did Game of Thrones figures.
1: Yeah, he is sitting there in most of the stores, six pieces each store.
2: Yeah, I've not found a store without him in it. No. And then they'll start stocking this prototype armor Boba Fett. But I got him in the mail, and, I mean, what can I say? It's the same Boba Fett figure that we reviewed before. The very first six-inch Star Wars figure we ever got that we reviewed back in our San Diego Comic-Con coverage in 2013. I mean, nicely articulated, nicely detailed. Only now, he's white. Not completely white. I'm glad to say they left some black accents and some silver accents in certain places. His arm rocket is still black. Kind of a bronzish brown and silver.
1: And he's got a nice gray stripe on his little cape.
2: Yes, his white cape has a gray stripe going right through it.
1: And it's not even really like a white. It's more like a gunmetal gray that's been washed out. It's not like solid white.
2: And while it is just painted white, I did go... You can go to YouTube and see they have released the early 1978 screen test when they were testing out this outfit in all white. And it is pretty close to this. I mean, Sideshow made a 12-inch figure of this. This one, I could tell a little bit of difference in the wrist armors, and I could nitpick that the belt pouches looked a little bit more armored in the screen test than they do here. But I'd say this is about 80% accurate to the original screen test of the Boba Fett, or what they were calling the Super Trooper back then.
1: That's not bad.
2: Even down to the silver stripe on the cape.
1: The nice thing about having this figure that is all one color, there's there's no paint errors, which has plagued their line for quite a while.
2: Yeah, not the six inch so much, as we pointed out with the biker scout. It's more of a problem with the three and three quarter. Yes. I was wondering if I wanted a wash on this figure. I couldn't tell if I wanted him to look like he'd seen some action, or if I wanted him to look like a museum piece. I mean, by being all white like this, he has some accents, but... He's a step away, the reason you call him White Chocolate Boba, he's a step away from being either a candy bar or a statuette or some kind of award. A candle. I mean, remember when MTV used to give out the Moon Men? Maybe they still do. I don't know if they even play music. But he's almost an MTV Moon Man.
1: Hey, those kids, I think their ball went in the yard. Do you want to go take care of it? Well, there's one big flaw, in my opinion, with this. Feel his cape.
2: Are you going to talk about how it's heat transfer? Because I think that's a heat transfer stripe. It's certainly...
1: It's not a heat transfer stripe. The gray is definitely a different texture, feel, thickness. I can't find any seams. I'm not quite sure how they did it.
2: They either painted it, I mean, literally paint on cloth, or they did an iron-on. It's so cardboard and not malleable that that's why I thought it was a heat transfer.
1: And honestly, this whole rectangle of fabric is terrible this is going to disintegrate because they didn't hem the edges or anything and it's going to fray if you look it's already started a little see it
2: yeah they just
1: it's just it's cut
2: yeah they printed that gray stripe on a whole bunch of fabric and cut off the square capes
1: yeah but when they cut it they needed to hem it or something or use a different fabric that's not going to unravel that's what's going to happen on this
2: now like the original boba fett figure the backpack is removable because of Thickness reasons it comes detached in the bubble and then he has two blasters the long one and then the small one Which actually fits into a black holster on his outfit Certainly not a figure for people who collect only characters from the movie a very simple repaint for Hasbro to do and to put out To me, this is the perfect concept of an exclusive. I get upset when you go to San Diego comic-con And Han and Carbonite is the exclusive. Or Salacious Crumb is the exclusive. This is the type of thing that to me is the perfect exclusive because whose collection needs this? Only the Boba fett focus characters need this. At no point was this ever on screen other than a 1978 screen test. By 1979 in the holiday special, they'd already turned him purple and gray. But it's a cool figure to have. I mean, it's a well-made figure. I thought it was when it was... Movie-colored, I think it is now. It's certainly a better exclusive because, again, you can live without it than, say, Return of the Jedi-colored Boba Fett or something. The biggest concession I think they made, actually, for this being screen accurate, is the Wookiee braids. From the video, it doesn't appear that the prototype Boba Fett had Wookiee braids, but this is molded on. It's something you could snip off if you wanted to be really perfect.
1: Yeah, a little X-Acto knife and that will come right off.
2: So if you didn't order yours online, start hitting Walgreens. If Agent Venom is any indication, this won't be hard to find. I was a little bit bummed to find out that Walmarts in Mexico are getting this white Boba Fett, and they're getting a special lithograph for their launch. We didn't get that, so to eBay I go, I guess. And continuing talk about the 6-inch series, the speeder bike we reviewed earlier is starting to show up in black at Target, the... Imperial Shadow Squadron. Target exclusive pack of two different Shadow Troopers plus a Shadow Bike. Tom Richter on our Facebook page posted his haul. He was able to get them from the back thanks to asking about the DPCI. He said that several were crushed, so you might have a little trouble finding a mint in box set of this. But that DPCI is 087061202. And that looks like a cool set. I mean, I like this bike enough as it is. Black one, you know, I've always been into the Shadow Troopers since the old Marvel Comics days. The the first time Marvel had the Star Wars comics. So so. we're
1: going back to the Shadow theme.
2: It really seems to me that despite what they said, and I've said this before, Hasbro's looking at how can we repaint it and get it approved. And even though, I guess, currently there are no Shadow Troopers canonical. Hasbro's getting them put out. I'm cool with that. And Target has another exclusive coming pretty soon from Rebels, a TIE Advanced prototype vehicle in the 3 three-quarter inch scale. And Yakface posted some images from Target's 2014 toy catalog. So in addition to the Imperial Shadow Squadron, which is going to be 50 the TIE Advanced prototype with a Sith Inquisitor figure, $25. They'll have the Inquisitor lightsaber for $27 a Target-exclusive Rebels Heroes and Villains 12-inch multi-pack for 47 I saw that today. I'm pretty able to skip that. I'm just not loving these larger figures. Then some Star Wars Command things, the Epic Assault set and the Star Destroyer, and those prices are from November 2nd to 26th.
1: So just before the holidays and Black Friday, because I'm sure there'll be something Black Friday that's wonder, coming up.
2: I wonder if it'll be like a... Jack's Pacific Jumbo Figure exclusive or multi-pack or something like that. I hope so, because then I can sleep in on Black Friday. Speaking of animated Star Wars, I know so many people, when they announced the final episodes of The Clone Wars were going to be Netflix exclusives, just kind of a bit upset that they weren't able to come out on Blu-ray or DVD. And I said, you know, you look at the Netflix exclusive stuff like Arrested Development Season 4, House of Cards... That stuff always comes out on Blu-ray about a year later. Sure enough, put up for pre-order and shipping in November. Star Wars Clone Wars The Lost Missions on DVD and Blu-ray. You have a chance to finally complete. Forget what they said before with the Clone Wars Complete series. Now you can get the Clone Wars Complete by picking this up and adding it to your collection.
1: And honestly, you should just wait for Black Friday at this point.
2: Yeah, quite possibly. No word yet if there's any special features, but you get those 13 episodes, and right now the price is only $34.99 for the Blu-ray, $24.99 for DVD. I consider that very reasonable for a season of a TV show. And Sideshow put up for pre-order their new premium format Boba Fett. I saw this at San Diego. It is so nice on that Cloud City base with the soft goods cape with the underwire, the pose, all of it. Very nice.
1: This is something we wanted to discuss, too, and wait and see, because you have another sideshow statue from a different line that is also has a similar base where the person's leaning, and she keeps leaning and leaning and leaning over until she's on the ground.
2: I'm a little less nervous about this, because that other figure actually is on a flat base. It's just a poorly made statue. Yeah. This, I'm hoping that all of the weight is on the back foot, but that sliding base is a little disconcerting. I have not pre-ordered, though, simply because I know the base is big, but there's a psychological barrier to a premium format figure over the $400 price point. And this is $440.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just a psychological barrier. I'm okay with it for giant figures like they've done before. This one, he's big with the base, but, man, these premium formats are just creeping up in cost. I already have a Boba Fett premium format. I think if I get this one, I'd probably part with my other one just because the other one's good but i've never been entirely happy with that backpack this one it also helped that the exclusive i like getting the exclusive editions whenever possible but this one his exclusive just comes with an ee3 blaster rifle mark ii i'm never gonna pose him with that i'm always gonna pose him with his iconic gun
1: yeah that's the way you want to do it definitely that's not a great exclusive but although the last Boba Fett that I remember having a weird exclusive. Remember the one from a long time ago? They had that weird wall hanging.
2: That was the sideshow one as well. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Remember, you just were like, what do I do? Do I hang it? Prop it up behind it, next to it? Do I hang it on the wall?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, a gun, an interchangeable gun is a good exclusive for this piece. And if this was $3.99, I would have already ordered. At four thirty nine ninety nine dollars for a character I already have in premium format, that's what's hurting. If I didn't have a Boba Fett, I'd be so on this because it looks so great on that stand. But $440 and they already got me on the first Boba Fett. I might be kicking myself later. I might end up waitlisting and missing out like I did on those droids when I passed on the droids for 800 and then tried to waitlist the exclusive and got shut out. But for the moment, I have not ordered that premium format. Also, and you're going to want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for our new release newsletter, Because I imagine very soon up at Sideshow for pre-order will be the next hot toys in the Star Wars line, Stormtroopers. These were revealed earlier this month at Secret Base. Interestingly, there's two Stormtroopers. They're different heights, making everyone think that this was actually not going to be a Stormtrooper set, but a Han and Luke and Stormtrooper disguise set, to which I say, No, now they just have two different height stormtroopers and then they can pop some Han and Luke heads on there.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's a no-brainer.
2: These look pretty good with the various guns. I love the bases. They come with hot toys. You know, any 12-inch figures, you really should have a stand on for stability. They don't stand so well. But here, their base looks a lot like the flooring from the Death Star. It looks like they come with six different hands and... Normally, when they put out two figures like this, as they did with the Han and Chewie, you buy the pair and there's an exclusive accessory. So it looks like it might be a mouse droid. And that might get me. I kind of like mouse droids. And if you've
1: never bought a hot toy, they're tremendous. 99% of them are utterly amazing. They do armor very well. Their Iron Man line, amazing. They're so pretty and good and really, really works of art.
2: Well, with those announced... I imagine the way Hot Toys usually works is, most often on a Friday morning, they put it on their Facebook page, and then a few hours later, Sideshow has it up for order. And General Giant announced their October offerings, and the next 12-inch figure, it's a trap!
1: Oh, Steve's gonna be really happy.
2: I think I'm contractually obligated whenever talking about Akram or Bar to do that.
1: You're not. In fact, it's kind of trite anymore
2: but the 12-inch jumbo vintage Admiral Akbar, And he comes with his little pointing stick and bringing me back I, just so much with the red plastic and things. I'm not entirely sure on a couple of the pictures that it reminds me of what I had. Mine, I felt was a little bit more ruddy, a little less glossy than what's showing in the photos.
1: And for some reason, I thought they had a little less leg separation than they've got. Like, he didn't have as big of a thigh gap.
2: But that is available right now from our sponsor, Brian's Toys. And while at Brian's Toys, you can also still pre-order the previous 12-inch jumbo figure, Princess Leia Organa in Bausch disguise, which looks a lot more like that vintage figure than I think the Akbar does. This one is almost perfect. When I'm looking at the pictures, I might as well be looking at the pictures of the vintage figure. Also at Brian's Toys, they have Sideshow's 12-inch Scout Trooper, as well as the speeder bike so please support our sponsor brian's toys and we thank them for their support of star wars action news
1: and that is our show for this week
2: we're going to be back in two weeks with another themed show it's going to be very different than our previous episode on holy grails i want to thank everyone who listened to that and took the time to send us emails or post on facebook twitter and the forums that they really enjoyed that show
1: is it the musical
2: it's not the musical. Damn it. Not Star Wars action news the musical yet that shark has yet to be jumped but we're gonna be back with a bit of a different type of Star Wars action news episode and then our show after that our Annual holiday gift guide and Black Friday shopping guide. I can't believe we are that close to the holidays already folks so come to our Facebook page our Twitter or forms Tell us what you want this year for Christmas so that we can then put it on the show so that you can then have your loved ones listen to the show and buy it for you.
1: Yes, we will help you get the gifts you want.
2: You can also leave us a voicemail that we might play on that show at 415-508-Jedi.
1: And we'll see you in a few weeks. Yop, yop. Eat yop, yop, yop.
0: Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can be on the next episode of Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted are subject to use on our show. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook and Twitter. The links to our social media sites are at swactionnews.com. If you enjoyed the show, please post about Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, or your social media network of choice, or just tell a friend about the show. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Star Wars Action News Podcast Video Enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Star Wars Action News Website Designed by Jason. Photo Editing by Jay. Graphic design by Chris. Associate Produced and Announcements by Brock. Segments Hosted by Jerry, Jonathan, Brock, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, please check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, Archives.com, and Yakface.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.
1: We did go to Ferguson, Missouri. We're not protesting. We're not going to protest.
2: Gutter is a tool.
1: If only they had draws down there to help them out. There's...
2: Thank you, Jonathan. Moving to some online sale news. While Walmarts have not gotten in, in our area, any of the white prototype armor Boba Fetts, we have seen some of the...
1: You said Walmart. It's Walgreens.
2: Thank you, Jonathan. Moving to online news and sales... As we mentioned we've been hitting a lot of Walmarts. Damn it. And if this was 3.99, I would have already ordered at 4.43